The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Some Sadducees who say that there is no resurrection came to Jesus and put this question to him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman and died, leaving no descendants. So the second brother married her and died, leaving no descendants, and the third likewise, and the seven left no descendants. Last of all, the woman also died. At the resurrection, when they arise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, Are you not misled because you do not know the Scriptures or the power of God? When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are like the angels in heaven. As for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? Is he not God of the dead, but of the living? He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled. The Gospel of the Lord. In the Gospel today, Jesus had an encounter with the Sadducees. Who were the Sadducees? We heard about this group time by time in the scriptures. They were one of the two leading priestly classes during the time of Jesus. And the other one, of course, were the Pharisees. And what distinguishes the Pharisees from the Sadducees? We were given a little bit of insight about that in the gospel today. The Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection. They also did not believe in the immortality of the soul, and they denied the existence of the angelic realm. But the Sadducees also did not put greater or much importance on the oral tradition, unlike the Pharisees. The Pharisees said that the Jewish life should be centered on the written tradition, which is contained in the Torah, but the extension of the Torah is the oral tradition of the Jewish tradition, in which it's not written but passed on from generation to generation, and they had the same importance, veracity, and also should be enforced equally with the written law. But the Sadducees denied that. They said that 
for one to be considered a good and pious Jew, you just have to follow the written law, the first five books of the Old Testament, and that's it. It's also interesting that during the time of Jesus, if you study uh, the cultural anthropology during the time of Jesus, the majority of the priests of the temple during the time of Jesus were Sadducees, not the Pharisees. And uh, because of this too, um, they compromise a lot with, with the Romans in order to protect their interests, in order to protect their wealth. They gave up a lot of things just to conserve their power and their hold in the temple. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were always in constant conflict with one another. But the Sadducees historically always won because they were willing to compromise. They were willing to enter into secret alliances with the Romans, unlike the Pharisees. What we see in here in the gospel today is the denial of the central tenet of the Christian faith, which is the resurrection of the dead. The question put forth by the Pharisees is an interesting one because we could also ask ourselves if you are kind of in the same kind of situation, been married twice after uh, losing your spouse, when I die, whom am I going to be married to in heaven? <laughs> Will there going to be, you know, a court that would decide <laughs> to whose spouse should I be with? Well, we don't have to concern ourselves about that when we get to heaven. Because all human relationships are always jeered or is always a... a incomplete longing for the most perfect relationship which can only be found in God. That is why in the Christian faith we say that any kind of relationship, friendship, marriage, even the vocation of the priesthood, any kind of vocation, any kind of relationship that we enter into should always be in service of the greatest relationship that the human person should aspire, and that is the relationship with God. And if we are already in heaven, enjoying, participating in the beatific vision with God, then all those human relationships, those relationships that are, that are built in this world, are really no longer important there in the heavenly realm, in eternal life with God because we will only see one another as brothers and sisters, as brothers and sisters. Our need for intimacy in the human realm will no longer be, will no longer be the same because we are already experiencing the intimacy of intimacies, which is being with God. So, so that is why our task here is to always reorient every relationship towards God. It should always, we, should, we should always ask ourselves, 
is my relationship right now bringing me to a life with God in the end? <laughs> Will this relationship bring me to heaven in the end? Am I helping the person whom I'm in relationship with? I am not just talking about exclusive relationship like marriage, but even friendships. Am I a positive influence to this person in deepening his or her own relationship with God? Let's always work for the sanctification of our own relationships because in the end, because in the end, that's our goal, to be with God in heaven.